Welcome to the Triskillian, the Purica podcast, where it's all about nature, science, you. One of the cool things about Purica is it brings together so many people who are literally real world. They've been there. They've done that. They've experienced the ups and downs of sport. They've had injuries. They've bounced back. You look at the people who represent the company. Yes, they're selling natural supplements. Yes, they're selling some of the best mushroom products in Canada. Yes, they're selling formulations that make a big difference. But they're really a lifestyle company. And it's a lifestyle built on active living, sport, and the passion for making the most out of life. And someone who exemplifies that is our guest on this edition of the Triskillian, the Purica podcast, Justin Donaldson of Team Purica. And Justin, uh, I'll tell you, I mean, sport has been a big part of your life, both pros and cons ever since you were a little guy yeah uh, anything strength sport related too i've, I've just been a, a real fan of it doesn't matter if it's powerlifting or bodybuilding i never never trained bodybuilding of course but i've just i've been a fan uh, i think a lot of that was growing up in the 80s and having influences like arnold schwarzenegger being the biggest movie star and pumping iron oh yeah yeah i remember watching that and i think actually my 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 father-in-law got me watched uh, Terminator wave before I probably should have watched Terminator and and you could actually this is before CGI you, you, that guy he looked like an android coming to do some damage and th- you have to remember that at that time there was nothing like that he really put training on the map and exposed you know this, this now it's a multi-billion dollar industry with gyms on every corner but before him it wasn't that way it was pretty underground now so Arnold Schwarzenegger Negger, the obviously bodybuilding icon, now movie star, former governor of California, <laughs> uh, one of your big influences growing up. But you also had a bit of a, a karate kid influence that really instilled some, some values that you're probably not where you are today were it not for that. Yeah. Uh, you know, my my father split when I was pretty young and I had some some people come into my life that felt filled that vacuum and one of them was definitely a football coach that changed my life and uh, I think a whole generation of boys became men under him uh, we're we're blessed to have had him come in my life because my life could have gone a very different way uh, at one point he came to me right when I needed him and instilled in me a work ethic that uh, hopefully I have till this day and it's created tons of opportunities that you know, I might not have uh, excelled to the level that I once dreamt of in sport, but all these doors that opened because of, you know, what he instilled in me and my dedication to the training, uh, has, it's been really remarkable. You, you mentioned that in a lot of ways, he was your own Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, yeah. So I, I call him that because people don't really believe some of the stories, uh, you know, beyond the football field. He actually uh, was going through some things and in, in he saw my work ethic and he came, he showed up at my house one day and actually offered me an opportunity to work on his farm in the off season. And some of the stuff that we did there was just, you know, people don't believe it. And I actually thought he was, uh, you know, I don't want to say stupid, but I, there was an easier way to do everything that we did. And I learned years later, there was reasons for that. You know, if you've seen the movie Karate Kid, you know, he goes, he gets bullied at school, he gets beat up and he goes to a, uh, uh, maintenance guy that happens to be a karate master and asks him to teach martial arts and he ends up painting fences and waxing cars and brushing decks and stuff and that all later on in his life goes to him to becoming a karate champion himself well I was splitting four foot rounds of, of wood 
and he was dumping them at the bottom of a hill. Literally, he had a 10-acre property on a hillside and getting me to wheelbarrow them up into the woodshed. And this would take days, and it could have taken hours. And I found out later from the guys that I played with that he used to brag that he would empty the uh, the tires, so it was even harder than it had to be. Uh, you know, I remember things like sprit, uh, manure uh, in the barn there, and it would take me like three days to to just this concrete manure, just chisel it away and throw it in the back of a spreader. And he would have to move the tractor that the wagon was attached to just so I could get at it. And I'm thinking, why doesn't he just do it with the tractor? It would be like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But again, you know, why do it the easy way yeah. when you can actually have an experience out of it? And I guess yeah. that was the method behind his madness, right? Doing things a little bit, you know, off the grid, yeah. but because of the payback. Yeah. Yeah. He invested in me and I, it made me who I am today. And it provided career opportunities, you know, beyond what I'm doing with Purica. But, um, it's just, I, I'm so blessed for him to come. And, and what high school and what was his name? Well, I, I played community ball because when I moved from Saskatchewan, that was a bit of a, I, right. I always wanted to play football, uh, but they didn't have high school programs in Chilliwack where, I, where I'm living now. Uh, they had a community ball and he had become coach in my first year. And I don't think it was, it was it wasn't on purpose, but as we advance so the year after we used to get our butts kicked we would lose 60 nothing right in our second year we aged to the next age group and he moved up with us and the team name changed and all that and it just ended up that he carried he carried on from the time i would think it was junior bantam all the way to my junior career he followed a whole generation of guys up wow and 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 what was his name dave haynes dave haynes so basically Arnold Schwarzenegger in terms of the Hollywood icon, Dave Haynes as your own personal Mr. Miyagi, uh, probably two of the biggest influences uh, that you've had in your life. Yeah, and and the other one would definitely be my uncle. He's the first guy that I actually saw other than Arnold Schwarzenegger lift weights. I used to watch him in the basement. He was was faster than you and I. He, He was stronger than you and I, uh, and the funniest guy in the room at all times. But I used to just watch him do these curls after a long day of work and i would feel his biceps and i would go to school and i'd be like my uncle's got arms the size of biceps he's like <laughs> arnold schwarzenegger or uh, arms the size of softball sorry <laughs> yeah. he's like arnold schwarzenegger and i would just brag about him and and so he was somebody he gave me my first uh, i think curl bar and grip little old school 80s grip machines and all that so we're talking to Justin Donaldson of Team Purica. We're talking about sport and what's inspired him to not only be in the natural supplement business, but to continue to excel when it comes to sport, active living, and performance. It's something that uh, a lot of us aspire to. Justin, the bottom line is you've got actually quite a few affiliations, right? I mean, you've been brought up in communities that just love sport. Give us a background of, you know, growing up in the prairies and then making the move to British Columbia. Were there things that you really felt were just at a different level uh, in in Saskatchewan when you were a kid? Yeah, you know, I think about this quite a bit. Saskatchewan, you're, you know, it's cold, long winters. Uh, You're an athlete. It seems like you're an athlete. You're uh, funny, you're an artist, or possibly... (laughs) Uh, maybe maybe hitting the bottle a little bit there. There's just like with that those long cold winters, y- you know, you're excelling. But the one thing that I noticed there, 
the difference was the high school programs were just unreal. Um, the the high school football, the high school wrestling, everything that the athletics were just in, incredible there. Uh, and we, I had coming out to Chilliwack, we had um, community football, which was a different uh, experience here. We, but you know, it ch- changed changed my life. So I never got to play high school football. Um, Chilliwack has got a good, strong program now that they've developed, um, and they're they're just doing uh, amazing. I always wanted to kind of represent my school there. I played a little bit of basketball. Track was my other thing. That's where I, I really excelled when I came to Chilliwack. So track was always something that I had, but the high school sports weren't as strong when I moved out here. And, and you're not allowed to be from Saskatchewan and not be a Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan. I mean, there's a special connection uh, between Riders fans and the ball club. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, what do you think it is? What 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 brings out that special connection between the Riders and their fans? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're community-owned. They're, there isn't any other... Sp- uh, professional sports teams there so people rally ar- around it and i mean high school football is huge there junior football is huge they had the old regina rams uh they, they were just unstoppable they've gone to university i've got some friends that play there jason claremont was at a camp when i was there it's jason claremont for the lions um there people just they just rally around everything i really found that was one difference i really found that there was that spirit there anything it could be a concert it could be uh you know if something happens everybody's there everybody's participating i think maybe because of the weather here because there's all maybe more opportunities um it doesn't maybe it's a little bit more fair weather i'd hate to say that because i love my vc lions i love all that but uh it doesn't seem it it's very if they're losing, the stands are empty. If it's if they're winning, the stands are full. There, it doesn't matter. If it's minus 65 and they're losing... Win or lose in minus 65, <laughs> you're still going to have what is now Mosaic Field yeah. packed to the rafters. Oh, yeah. We're talking to Justin Donaldson of Team Purica. Uh, so Saskatchewan Rough Riders and BC Lions are your one-two punch uh, in terms of the Canadian Football League. Uh, NFL, is it a little bit more individuals that you sort of admired over the course of, you know, growing up? Yeah, I always loved three-down football. I loved it. For me, it's a, it's a really exciting game. It's never, never over. You know, some people go crazy thinking the last few minutes of a CFL game go on forever but uh, NFL I was more players um, we didn't I didn't really have anything in close proximity I, I came here and I, I liked Seattle of course because that was the closest team but more player driven I like guys like Junior Seau he was amazing for the Chargers um, I followed a lot of running backs because that's a position I played so you know Barry Sanders way back uh, Bo Jackson um, Tomlinson uh, yeah, so I was more player, a follower of players. I got friends that just love NFL, but uh, for me it was more, you know, just the athleticism of these guys was, was amazing. And you're obviously a Canucks fan now, but growing up in Saskatchewan in the 1980s, uh, you had to have been influenced by none other than the great one, number 99, Wayne Gretzky. Uh, the Oilers are still very much in your blood, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And. I remember sitting on my grandpa's knee and him uh, pointing out to me, he said, this is the greatest hockey player ever, and it was Wayne Gretzky. I remember that. And 
you know, I, I had uh, hockey players in the family and I thought, and my grandfather was an amazing hockey player too. And for him to say that, I was like, okay, I got to watch this guy. And uh, I think it was a proximity thing too. We had the Regina Pats, who I loved, Saskatoon Blades, of course, big rivalry. My cousin played for the Broncos, but for pros, you know, you're either cheering for Alberta teams or, or uh, you know, Winnipeg. And, you know, in the 80s, there was a no better dynasty, of course, than the, the Oilers. So, When you look at hockey, football, obviously those passions you carried uh, with you, uh, basketball is also a sport that you love. Yeah, you wouldn't know it. Actually, basketball was probably my, my first love. Um, I was a power forward. And I stopped, <laughs> I st- yeah, you laugh now. I, I um, stopped growing in about grade seven. So right. I, was, I was a tall guy until then. Not good when it comes no, to basketball. I probably, if I would have dedicated myself to being a guard, maybe I could have done, you know, something in high school. But uh, I, I love, I love basketball. And in fact, I, after when I got into football in the off season, I used to rent a gym and the guy, and just for guys to stay in shape in the off season, we'd play basketball and floor hockey and different things. But yeah, I stopped growing vertically, and the goal became to grow wider or and more powerful while maintaining my speed. So <laughs> we'll find out where all those early roots of inspirations have taken Justin Donaldson of Team Purica next, right here in this edition of the Triskillian the Purica Podcast. You're in the natural health zone with the Triskillian, the Purica Podcast. We're talking to Justin Donaldson about what's inspired him to make sport such a big part of his life. And I'll tell you, to this day, I mean, years, years after your own Mr. Miyagi, years after seeing Pumping Iron and Arnold Schwarzenegger, years after you're sitting on your grandpa's lap and him telling you that Wayne Gretzky was the greatest hockey player of all time, sport is still such a big part of your life. Obviously, it's it's important in terms of what you do with Purica, but it's important day in day out for 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 you. How would you describe a life without sport and why is sport, exercise and being fit so important to you at this stage of your life and your career? Yeah, um it's huge. It's you know, I, I turned 40 amidst this whole, the lockdown, and it was a real time for reflection for me. And I realized, you know, almost everything, everything that I do, my career, uh, friends that I have has been, you can trace that back to sport. And, you know, uh, like I said, my my training in the weight room, I was just a, a geek of anything strength sports. It doesn't matter if it was arm wrestling, bodybuilding, whatever. But my, my training really was out of necessity for survival. Uh, and then a coach saying, you know, you need to get strong, get get more powerful. And uh, so I I fumbled around in the gym for years and it just I just caught the bug. And the discipline built in there and, and working on the farm has carried over through all aspects of my life. And, you know, it's, it's just everything that I do has come from that fitness world. As, as I look back and play my life in reverse, it's been, it's amazing. The reason why I'm sitting here. Uh, and probably also the reason why you're such a good fit for Purica, simply because as the company says, it's all about the best in nutrition, the best in natural supplements, and the best in positive lifestyle solutions. You bring them all three together, and that really is a bit of a, uh, a description of the way you try to approach uh, life. Uh, do you feel the people that you meet you know, in the territory that, that you talk to Purik about, that they intrinsically feel that that's important to you? Yeah, I, I think this team is is very special. I came from a very 
corporate <laughs> corporate setting, and um, I, I literally pinch myself every day working for this team, I, I, you know. And I think that resonates when we do our talks. I, you know, we've got guys on our team, athletes on our team, like Adam and, and Finn, um, that are are so just adept in the science. Uh, they can get right down to, you know, the molecular structure of some of this stuff. And I, I studied it out of necessity because I needed to get stronger. I needed to get, um, you know, you know, better in the gym. And it, it just, what I, what I exude is I've used this stuff and it's changed my life. It literally from bouncing back from injury in my training, going to nationals. So that's the way I communicate it more on the experiential level and I've heard that that resonates a bit so I like to share that and it, and it seems that people and I, I'm very, I'm almost a skeptic you know people tell me you know this works this 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 works um, you know if somebody that I know and trust or respect tells me that it works or they've had a personal experience with it I'm a little bit more uh, inclined to maybe try it so by having these real world experiences in my training and with a pretty significant injury, I think maybe, and, and everybody in my life, like my, my mother, my pets, my, my wife, we've all had positive experiences with this stuff, which is why I took the leap, uh, and, and actually asked for the opportunity to be a part of this team. Uh, uh, you know, the other people on the team you're talking about, and it's a, it's, it's a, it's a big team, but some of the other sort of high performance athletes, you mentioned Adam Amira, triathlete, uh, Finn Shanahan Dover. Uh, he brings a lot of that, you know, perspective to the table as well. When you think of like the lasting testimonial, the most important testimonial that you can give to the products, it has to be how they helped you bounce back from, from injury. Yeah, yeah, no question. Um, there was a point not too long ago where I couldn't walk 10 feet. And, and you know, I was thinking about, you know, also the stress component of, uh, you know, how I use the gym and, and everything. And uh, that that's something that I've really kind of has become more clear to me as I spend time with Jason Watkin, the founder, about that what the stress is doing to you and how many of my injuries were actually, well, especially the last big one, how it was stress induced and why recovery worked so well and why some of these the medicinal mushrooms that are targeting, you know, stress and ashwagandha that, that are dealing with stress, why these formulas are so af- effective for me. I've definitely had very real injuries like broken bones and strains and pulls and tears. Uh, but the last, the last really significant injury that I had to the point where they wanted to fuse my spine and I, my legs atrophied and, uh, I could barely walk. Um, that, as I hear Jason describe what stress does to the body, it kind of really made me reflect on where, what I was going through at that time in my life and how that, how that injury kind of manifested in my body. And, um, how recovery pulled me out of that. It's some pretty dark days, to be honest. But, but it sounds like you could have gone through door number one, mm. had your had spinal fusion surgery, oh. yeah. or door number two, hard work backed by natural supplementation and the adaptogens and everything that sort of comes into products like recovery and the medicinal mushroom formulations. 
I'll tell you, door number one, door number two, yeah. I'm sure that there isn't a day that goes by that you aren't celebrating the fact that you went the natural way, uh, you avoided the surgery that a lot of people aren't so lucky to avoid, and now basically, uh, sport is center stage again, there's very yeah. few things that you can't do. Yeah, there, there was a time I was told, um, no more running, um, you know, hiking might be out of the question, and definitely no lifting. And have to remember I owned a gym and this last one uh, this last injury happened to me while I was a gym owner and I I was thinking about competing again and I, w I couldn't play football which was always an outlet for me uh, and and the strength training became my outlet it's where I went to deal with my frustrations uh, as much as just get stronger that that's that's what I realized it was therapy for me and I equate it to you know if I was a, this fantastic piano player I owned a piano store and I had my fingers blown off it was just there were some really hard days and I was spending a lot of money on different therapies and there was drugs prescribed that I never filled because I just to me they were all symptomatic treatments and I wanted to get to the root I wanted to figure it out um, and I'd had success using recovery before I remember talking to a rep and saying you know how much of the stuff can I actually use I, I just my doctor tells me I need to go on um, inflammation I've got kidney issues I don't know why uh, and they want to give me these heavy-duty anti-inflammatories which I know are going to be terrible for my kidneys so um, you know, and the answer was, well, ease into it, but we really don't. <laughs> so I, I ended up taking a very heavy dose. I changed my diet. Um, and I met uh, a therapist that wasn't all about slicing and drugs. And that, that for me was my TSN turning point. That was, you know, a, a really pivotal moment in my life. And before that, the reason why I gave it so much gave so much stock and I was willing to try it is because I had the first time I ever tried recovery I was I came from na uh, animal health and nutrition and I had I covered all of Western Canada I had a pet account in Kelowna and he was an ex-football player he knew all the he played with Bob Poley the riders and he had his spine fused and I happened to walk in there by chance as he was unboxing this dog recovery and he said you have to try this it changed my life and he gave me a spoon of it a spoonful right there in his pet shop just this dog recovery and nearly buckled my knees but I trusted him and I ended up getting all my powerlifting buddies after football on it we would share the big equine tub don't do that get the human stuff because um, <laughs> yeah. I didn't actually I honestly didn't know they had a human line I th that's right I didn't know they had a human line all I knew was aware of was these amazing results from the pet side uh, and that was my back. I've been pet health since I was 15 years old, 95. And I, and this thing was making waves. It was popping up in every pet shop. I was seeing these these posters for Purica uh, Recovery Equine, Recovery Pet, and these rave reviews. And there's no placebo with pet. I had um, the other thing too. You know, so I tried. I trusted him. I had a boxer that turned 15 and a 12-year-old bull mastiff. And I would give it to them, and it was the difference of them getting up to go pee or not, right? It was just, you could tell, there's no placebo with pets. It's either working or it isn't. So, you know, what I knew of sports nutrition and everything and, and meeting with the reps and getting under, an understanding of the science, which is, everything is science-based, which I love, um, you know, I, I put a lot of faith in it, and, and definitely it changed my life. For weekend warriors, for people who want to stay fit, for people who are just... By definition, active living. 
What's the single most important piece of advice that you can give them? Well, if we're talking, you know, I, I think listen to your body, one, listen to your body. Um, but if you're talking nu- nutrition, I try to get m- as much as I can out of my food. And coming from where I came from, I realized our food is no longer it doesn't matter how healthy your diet is. A lot of the foods, a lot of the vegetables and fruits that we're eating are pretty empty. And I was dealing with the big orchards and vineyards and all that in the Okanagan. And that was kind of, a, I went down the rabbit hole on that. So try to, you know, good food, good water, and then supplementation because our, our even the best foods are seem to be lacking right now. So try to get that synergy and you're going to go a long, a long way. <laughs> I mean, I know it's not, our focal point of our chat on this edition of the Triskelion, but magnesium is one of those examples oh, where we, there used absolutely. to be a lot more magnesium yeah. in our vegetables and, 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 you know, in, in the green part of our diet now, because there's less of it in the soil, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're so many of us are, are magnesium deficient. Yeah, absolutely. It's a huge one. I take magnesium after I train, especially if I'm doing cardio, I, I do it. And I, we have a new uh, ionic bone that we launched, which is it's also got the D3, the K2, and the calcium uh, in, in a synergy. So that, that has become a staple of, of mine. But you're, you're right. I've That was kind of a, like I said, I went down the rabbit hole on that one, realizing that uh, we've gone to a petroleum-based agriculture system and we're if it's not in the soil it's not going to be in your fruit and vegetable it doesn't matter how big that you know whatever it is that tomato looks or whatever if if it's not in the soil it's not in the 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 food and i used to we used to always hear you are what you what you are what you eat and now i believe it's you know depending on you know if you whether you're vegan or or not you are what your food eats and that's if it's a vegetable or whatever protein source you're getting, whatever's going into that diet or that soil is going into your body. And if it's deficient, you're going to be deficient. You don't get it from anywhere else. Like the, well, sorry, there's a few things that you can you can make, uh, like vitamin D, but we're so deficient in vitamin D, especially in this area where we six, seven, eight months of cloud. <laughs> hey, Justin, want to thank you for all of this uh, uh we've covered a lot of ground sure. next time we get to, together on the triskelion dupirica podcast talk a little bit more about how you know you use not only supplementation but also exercise to to combat str- uh, stress yeah. and maybe some of the higher performance things that you really believe in in terms of uh, more hardcore workouts and and, sure. and using weights we'll get to that but in the meantime make sure you listen uh, to or you watch the next time you can the rerun of karate kid with your own mr miyagi i will do so that's justin donaldson of team purica on the triskelion the purica podcast You've been listening to The Triskillian, the Purica podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Purica Wellness and sign up for our e-newsletter at purica.com.